This is the We Spin Recipes podcast with Andrew Apanov. Hello everyone, Andrew Apanov here once again and of course this is the We Spin Recipes podcast. I keep experimenting with things and this episode is a bit shorter than usually and uh, I would like to hear what you think on, on, on this length. I've seen that in the past shorter episodes performed um, rather better uh, than the longer ones and uh, if you prefer something like 20 minutes up to 30 minutes episodes then please let me know in the comments or drop me an email, I will appreciate this a lot. and. Um, in today's episode, we've got Lex Davis, uh, the co-founder of BitTech, a UK-based website, which is um, both a discovery platform for electronic music listeners and the promotional advertising platform for uh, electronic music producers and uh, and DJs. And uh, I know that a lot of you, my dear listeners, are not in an electronic music genre, but this concept of the platform may still be interesting to you. And uh, if you are in electronic music, then you may want to consider checking this platform out. Uh, just to make things clear, it's not a promotional post. If I ever start doing sponsored placements on this show, I will let you know. Uh, if you have been following me for a while, you know that I'm just obsessed with different uh, tools for musicians, trying apps and so on. And uh, uh, I, I got intrigued by BDEC when I first discovered it, but uh, honestly, I didn't fully get how it works when I first looked into it. So after talking to Lex and trying it out myself, it made a lot more sense. And I just hope that this show will um, at least explain you better uh, how BDEC works and uh, you should decide yourself if you want to give it a try or not. I also want to apologize for uh, the quality here. So uh, there was some weird background noise during the recording. We did our best to remove it, but it still may not be of the best possible quality. So um, here we go. Let's get straight to the conversation with Lex. Hi, Lex. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm about You good? Absolutely. So yeah, thank you for being a guest on the show. And uh, do you mind starting with sharing a little bit of background on yourself before we go on to talking about beat deck, just about your backgrounds in the music industry? Yeah, sure. Basically, my name's Lex. I've been involved with the music industry since very young. My parents owned a nightclub, um, so it's kind of it built from there. And I got into DJing by 16. I was very much influenced by your drum and bass and, and that sort of era and dubstep. Uh, moved into a record label. Uh, I've run Stop Out Records and more recently Beat Their Records. And it's just sort of evolved from there. The idea kind of sprung out of my background in graphic design and advertising and running the record label. And it kind of all come together from there, really. Cool. And uh, what about Beat Deck? So how did you come about uh, starting this project? To put it pretty bluntly, it's kind of a it's a joint venture between me and my co-partner, and it's kind of where we was running the, the, the record label. We kind of got a bit fed up with the kind of way things are for musicians to advertise and, and record labels as well. The only likes being Google, Facebook, and whatnot. But we felt there was kind of a space for a different way of approaching it, rather than than having people bidding and the price constantly rising we felt a set price was more a way to go 
using a credit system. We kind of took an influence from kind of this, uh, how you have like the, you see a lot of people are using bots and things like that nowadays to run plays up on their SoundCloud and, and to give the look of what we know, kind of. So we kind of, we see how that was working and we kind of thought, how could we do that but with real people? How could we get that volume of real people? But if people are prepared to buy a place that are fake, then surely we can find a way of getting real people. How can we get that together? So it's kind of where people come from. We kind of thought that a credit system was better mm-hmm. um, with levels of such, you know, that if you want to pay a bit more per play with a credit, there's a set price that will get you a bit higher up and a bit more noticed. And we okay. thought that's a better way yeah. than a constant increase of, of bids for a normal... Cool. Like, Sorry for interrupting you, but basically, yeah, right now at this stage, I know that some of the listeners may not be fully understanding what the service and the platform does. So uh, that's good that you already explained some of the principles and you made it clear that this is uh, your approach towards uh, buying fake place and so on. Something that we largely emphasize everywhere that it's something that should be avoided at all costs. Yeah. And uh, so can you explain how uh, this platform works? What is BitDeck in, in the essence and who can sign up? So maybe how it works for a listener and a musician? Yeah, basically, we're kind of open to anyone. We're kind of pitching it. It's a website that anybody can come and listen to new electronic music. Anybody can sign up. There's a, they can have a free account and music will be available that they can come and listen to. And we incentivize that. But if you tell your friends, you know, they... They will be linked to your account and it will help everything grow together. It's pretty much as simple as pretty much linking your, your Facebook and, and coming on. There's a, there's a button they can click and they're onto a page of, of music that's available. In regards to the opposite end as a musician, they can sign up. We've kind of hidden it a little bit. It's down the, the lower half of the page. There's a couple of links to promote your music. Um, they have their own control panel that they can manage and upload all their music. You're, you're not strictly uploading anything. We take a feed from the YouTube or SoundCloud and we embed that into a page. So it's, it's, we look to actually advertise all your links rather than create a new page that you're advertising. It's not a new page that's, that's something now you've got to start finding traffic for. We're, we're finding traffic to push through to your social media that we're embedding. Uh-huh. So basically, I've got a new release, for example, a new single, and I upload it here. It can be on my SoundCloud page. But yeah. I will upload it, edit here on BitDeck and my BitDeck account. And uh, basically, I can reach new listeners and the place through yeah. BitDeck will be coming to my SoundClouds, right? Yeah, exactly that. And what are exactly our incentives for music listeners and for other members of the platform to listen to uh, and to discover new music actively? Is it just about this discovery platform or so what kinds of... Uh, incentives people have to be active here it's a fraction of, of the percentage that is it's been used for advertising rather than the company take it we are we're sharing with the listeners and the people that you link to so it's kind of a, a split out sort of method of yeah there's two ways you can listen through the listen here tab which will give you a direct reward for each play that you listen to or you can use another, a new add-on that we've added is Music Box, which is, is more of a, a competition as such. It's a kind of, you don't get a reward for every play, but the reward could be a lot bigger. So it's, on the Music Box side, it, it's more of a, a, more of a luck sort of, this whoever kind of 
you, you get a set amount of plays and all different where the listen here page is more it's a set reward for each one uh-huh, there's uh-huh. you are required to as a listener you're required to listen to a set amount of time before you're actually rewarded that's how we kind of make sure that, that there is some a degree of security for both sides that someone who is advertising someone is actually listening because it's confirmed that they've listened and they've listened for a set amount of time so as a listener you listen for a set amount of time if it's there's three different levels we have exclusive premium and then a standard each one of them the exclusive we listen for longer premium for a little bit less and standard for the less and obviously that converts either the musician and the, and the listener so essentially if you listen to uh, music at BitDeck actively you can be earning money yeah exactly that That does sound cool, actually. But yeah, uh, I know that some may uh, be somewhat, somewhat skeptical towards the idea that some may be doing this just in order to earn some extra uh, pocket cash. But what do you see in terms of the engagement rates on your platform? So have you heard from musicians on increased amounts of uh, comments and uh, engagements on SoundCloud after a campaign on BeatDeck or just do getting kind of reports from listeners. So can you comment on these? Yeah, spot? I mean, we get both. We also, I mean, we do run a lot of things through Fiverr, obviously. And on there, we always get feedback. That's, that's always a gem on there. And from both listeners, we have a support system and we're, we're always dropping messages about the music and, and how it's great that, that there is so much more music coming on at the moment. We see an average listener will spend on average 20 minutes a day listening, which is far more than what they would be required. We have a very small minimum amount and the majority of the average time spent on each page is a lot more. Got it. What are the uh, genres that are the most popular on the platform? So obviously all about electronic music, but do you see that some styles are more popular than the others? It's obviously your trap, your house. They always get a lot more plays than most. It's the more experimental stuff, obviously, we'll have less, yeah. I mean, the more it's pretty much... Yeah, so I guess it's the best way to do this is just to log in into a look into this. So from a listener's perspective, uh, is it easy to just listen to the music in a genre that he or she likes? Uh, yeah, so to- it's literally listed. Every All of the music that goes up is categorized within its genre. So it's the premium stuff will be at the top and then the more standard stuff will be underneath. And it's they're all categorized within their genre. So we do find that people will go on and listen to the music that they want to listen to. As a free member, you are limited to only 10 tracks a day. So it does keep an air of exclusivity. That's what we want. We don't want, we didn't want it to be that you can just listen to as much music. We want people to have to make the choice of the music that they're most fond of. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's, that's, yeah, God, it's cool. Yeah, I think it's the best way to is to just try it out and see how it works. And right now I would like to get a bit of uh, like your feedback on uh, maybe some advice uh, to musicians or just your your thoughts on the current uh, situation on this scene. So we've got, uh, we see growth uh, across different subgenres of electronic music and it's beautiful, it's great. And uh, we also see that sometimes the quality kind of suffers and... Um, Have you seen, like, yeah, speaking about your platform once again, have you seen that a lot of the music or some of the music is not high quality enough in terms of the production that is uploaded to BitDeck? 
we kind of get a good quality to it. I think if people are kind of prepared to promote their music, then they generally do have a bit more of a substance to it. It's I find the throwaway free, the free sort of throwaway era that we're in is kind of what takes away some of the quality of music and is what kind of drives that because people don't put in the same emphasis into each production where it's kind of just been given away. I don't feel they have the same idea about it, if you understand. Yeah, but I'm not saying that people are doing it for money, but it just kind of... Do you know what I mean? It, it, yeah, yeah, I got you, I got you. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's just uh, good to know you about this point. So you run a label as well. Uh, yeah. What's on that end? I can imagine that you use BeatDeck pretty actively to promote uh, its, its records, but what are the channels that work for you really well lately and what have you been focusing on to promote your music? We've been actually going back a lot to email. Um, a lot of email mail-outs to our lists that we gather really has been quite a good one for us. It's kind of, this Facebook has been so damaging to its reach. You just happen to look for other avenues. Really. Yeah, we're focusing on Twitter, emails and come back, obviously. And I don't think we kind of, we push out our guys to kind of do the, to work with other artists as much as possible to remix stuff. We find that that's kind of a good way to break through. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of, if you can, if a person can, that you've remixed appreciates your work, then that's kind of one of the biggest things that you could get. That's going to really filter down to you if you can get some support off of them. And that's kind of where we sort of look to push our guys to work with. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's, it's more, we're laying off really of Facebook. We kind of was using a lot of Facebook ads for the label and trying Twitter and, and things like that. But we're kind of, they're just not really, they're not really doing it for us anymore. And then especially with the likes of Big Debt that we can use now, it kind of, there's people that we can tap into there rather. Yeah. And what about the listens that you get either for just organically on uh, YouTube and SoundCloud so f- with the help of BeatDeck? So have you seen in a correlation, a direct correlation between the amounts of listens and uh, purchases on a specific platform? Do you promote your own store or send people to Beatport or Juno or the likes? We, on SoundCloud, we generally direct to Beatport. It is our best converter. We do see a lot come through from with even lots of Google Play and stuff now. Which mm-hmm. is, Interesting. Yeah, and Juno as well. Juno is quite a nice. We find there's a good store for us. We kind of try and, and put up as many links as we can and share as much info as we can. But yeah, we don't per se run a YouTube channel for our label. People probably say we should, <laughs> but we kind of focus more on SoundCloud and we look to have YouTube channels upload us rather than rather than have our own. Clear. Yeah, that makes sense to focus on just uh, one or couple platforms at a time. This is something that we've been talking about lately a lot, so it does make sense. Cool. And uh, so for someone who just wants to start a label, maybe to self-release the music or sign other artists and so on, would you recommend some uh, uh, maybe some internal growth hacking uh, marketing uh, tips on building the initial audience? Because you've got your from our email list, I can imagine. And you've been solving the same issue with BitDeck because you need, you want more listeners to join the platform and you've been solving it for the label for out years, I can imagine. But for someone who's just starting out, how would you approach or what you would recommend to, in order to build uh, this following an email list in particular? Something really practical, maybe just a little tactic that you've seen performed well in terms of where to research or how to approach anything like that no 
or nothing you want to share? <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's just getting that out there, really. I would say to not get too stuck in your bedroom. Get out into the scene, get into the clubs and start talking to people. That will be your key. That's that's getting to know other DJs in the scene and, and not being stuck in your room. That will give you the best outlook on how to promote music and, and how to and what you're aiming for. If that's what you're aiming for. If you're aiming to get into the clubs, then that's where you should be looking first. And I find too many people kind of get stuck behind their, their computers. And yeah, that's good. Actually, something to apply in any genre, in any location. There is an issue, and I see it oftentimes uh, among Wispiness, someone can live in a city where no one plays the music the, the person is playing out. So it can be kind of tough for some, but even in such case, like traveling and uh, trying to meet different people, even if online, in, yeah. yeah, is crucial. Okay, I can understand it, but I would say to that, in my early days of, of when we was doing drum bass, There was no drum bass in our, in our town. And so we done it. We hired the club and we put it on ourselves. And, and that will get you more known from bringing it in there. And I yeah. think that, that was going from there. That's a great tip because I've done, I did exactly the same around eight years ago. I've been a drum and bass DJ myself for over 10 years. And yeah. no one were like literally listened to drum and bass in my hometown and like around yeah. 100 people probably. And we did. Two years later, we were doing like 2,000 people uh, capacity, like clubs. We were just filling it with people and bringing guys like Noisier and, uh, I don't know, technical yeah. agents, uh, just yeah. some heavier stuff was popular. But yeah, I hear you well. But anyway, yeah, that's good. So just hustling and uh, getting out there and networking and meeting people is so much important. Yeah, so thank you for these insights and tips. I hope that the listener will... Uh, If uh, someone is, who is listening to, to this show is into electronic music, and I know we have a lot of listeners who are electronic music producers, it's worth uh, checking uh, you out. Uh, it's pretty unique model and what you do, and I really like that you focus on electronic music. It's just a service which is kind of niche enough. It's just great. Do you have any uh, final words or just an advice to a listener and a musician listening to these conversation? I would just say to come and visit Beat Deck, come visit us at Beat Deck FM. That's good. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I'm linking to the website in the show notes, just as your social media accounts. And uh, once again, thanks a lot for the insights. It was great. No problem, Tom. Good speaking, Tom. So this is it. Just to sum it up, Beat Deck is a platform where You can advertise your music and uh, get real plays on your uh, SoundCloud tracks, for example, uh, because the people who will be listening to you on the platform will also be paid for uh, these listens. So it's a really straightforward model. Once again, you shouldn't be relying solely on advertising in uh, promoting your music, but it makes sense to consider Uh, uh, adding a bit of advertising to your overall marketing strategy. So this is what we are talking about here, not just relying on paying to get plays, organic plays may be uh, worth much more. At the same time, when you are in front of uh, real people who appreciate the genre of the music, you can actually get real fans even through uh, the platforms where you pay to get this list. So it's worth checking it out and uh, 
giving it a shot, I think. Um, let me know what you think in the comments. Uh, once again, a reminder that we've got uh, an ongoing contest uh, for this podcast. Uh, go to getaka.wispin.co to learn how to get a cool uh, postcard delivered to you. Uh, simply by reading and leaving a comment on this podcast on iTunes. Thank you so much for listening and see you next week. You have been listening to the We Spin Recipes podcast. Learn how we can help you improve your music career at wespin12.com. We Spin 12.